السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ closely at ourselves and one of the things we need to do 
is examine ourselves and look closely at ourselves because it's through this knowing of the self that the changes occur. One of the things that we will note almost immediately is we have a constant dialogue that goes on in our head. We are constantly in the midst of a dialogue. We are constantly thinking about talking to, talking about considering criticizing going over reminiscing uh, uh, looking into the future in our head with words and this dialogue goes on constantly now what is this dialogue well the dialogue changes over time, changes with events, changes with our own inclinations, our own desires, and our own lusts. And there are many different kinds of lusts that we can be involved in. So, we may have an inner dialogue that is constantly talking about money, how to get money. Uh, we may have an inner dialogue that is constantly talking about our job or our profession, how to get better at it, what to do within it. We may have an inner dialogue that uh, feels sorry for itself, so it's constantly talking about how we've been taken advantage of and what we need to do in order to change that situation. Uh, We may have an inner dialogue that's constantly involved in resentment because we're not getting things the way we want. Uh, We may be, uh, we may have an inner dialogue that is constantly looking at everything else and wondering why that isn't mine. We may have an inner dialogue as the, someone with the narcissistic complex does, that's just about ourselves. I am this, I am that, I am this, and how do I get other people to recognize the great grandeur that is me? There are lots of different inner dialogues. They're spread all over the place, and they cover anything that you can consider, and people take the time for these inner dialogues. In the Amazon, Somebody is walking around right now having an inner dialogue on how he's going to get the tip of his spear and his blowpipe into a monkey so they can have dinner. That's his inner dialogue. What's your inner dialogue? And why are you having this inner dialogue? What the guru does is he alters this inner dialogue. And he changes it from the kind of dialogue that a human has to the kind of dialogue that a true human has. How does he do it? By dialoguing to you. By talking to you in the way that a true human being does to give you the ideas 
of what a true human being thinks about, what a true human being encounters, what a true human being does. Dialogue is an expansive word, and when I use it, I'm not just talking about the words that go on in your head. But you also have a dialogue through action. You also have a dialogue through what you do. Uh, it's expanding the word a little bit, but you have to expand it in that way to get a true feeling for all of this. So, you can have this inner dialogue about how you're going to get your car fixed uh, to make it go faster, or you can have an inner dialogue about what is my place in creation and who is my creator. These are two very clear and precise examples of the kinds of things that your mind can be talking about. Now, what the sheikh does is he brings in the dialogue about the creator. In Turkish, there's a word called sohbet. And the word sohbet means conversation. And sohbet is the act of a person with some knowledge conversing by himself to a group going on with an inner dialogue. But it's not just a conversation. It's a conversation without thought. So it's a conversation without the interference of the mind. It's words that come without thinking. There's no script There's just a straight flow. Where does it come from? It's one of the questions you should ask yourselves in your inner dialogues. And what happens is, it's a dialogue that bypasses the mind. If you've ever seen whirling dervishes, you will note that when they stand, their head is tilted. Why is their head tilted? Because while they're whirling, they are attempting to create an axis, an axis, A-X-I-S, between the heaven and the earth. Well, in order to be able to do that, you have to get your head out of the way. Your mind can't interfere. So what do you need to do? You need to tilt your head. So as you whirl and this axis goes, it misses your mind. And in missing your mind, it goes through your heart. Because the real dialogue happens when you miss your mind. The worldly dialogue goes on in your mind. Bawa called the mind the monkey. The monkey sees what it does, does what it sees, and imitates what it does, and tries to acquire things.
things. That's what the mind does. It protects you, it acquires things, and it repeats what it sees, and it tries to satisfy its lusts. This is the usual dialogue for the majority of mankind. They may label it as holy. They may label it as transcendent. They may label it as extraordinary and outside of the realm of the world. But unless it's focused on Allah, focused on tolerance, focused on love, focused on the internal as opposed to the external, it's all a game of lies to try and transmute the worldly dialogue of insan into appearing to be something else. Religions do this a lot. We are saving the world for Allah. We are saving the world for God. Yet, they do all of the worldly things in this process. They are involved in all of the worldly lusts in this process. So, we need to be constantly aware of the dialogue that is going on in our being. One of the first things that we're taught in the Shariat is to pray. And what does prayer do? It takes holy words and replaces them and uses them to replace the dialogue that's going on in your head. Now, if you can stop your dialogue for an instance to say, A'ud bilahi minash shaitani rajim, bismillahi rahmani rahim, alhamdulillahi rabbil alamina rahmani rahim, maliki yaum medini yaka nabadua yaka nastain, ichtina serat al mustakim, serat al adina namta alayhim, gaire al maftubi alayhim, waladalim. You've changed your dialogue. Something else has been brought in. And who gave that dialogue to you? Allah gave it through, to you through the lips of his prophets. Our Lord who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. For thine is the kingdom and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The dialogue is changed. We need to somehow actively change the dialogue that goes on within us. And it's this change of dialogue that is the catalyst, that is wisdom, that takes you from insan to insan kamal. And without a change in this dialogue that goes on inside of us, there isn't going to be any change in us. Now, 
there's an interesting thing about the dialogue that involves this change. It's mesmerizing. There's a part of us that is absolutely drawn to it. Why did we sit in front of our teacher and with eyes wide open, making ourselves available to whatever he was there to give us? Because we understood that the nature of what he was giving us was elevated and was being done to soothe us and to cure us from the disease of the dialogue that we have with the earth, from the disease of the dialogue that we have with the world, from the disease of the dialogue that we have in our everyday encounters, from the disease of the dialogue of regret, from the disease of the dialogue of remorse, from the disease of the dialogue of desire, from the disease of the dialogue of need. All of these dialogues cause us problems, and then they cause us emotional distress. What happens if you have this dialogue with the world is you end up in various forms of emotional distress. What happens when you change to the dialogue with Allah? You have ecstasy. You have grace-filled moments of exaltation. And which is it that you want? What is it that you want to be? That which you want to be has to be the nature of your dialogue. And what is it that you have to do? You have to put yourself in situations with people who are involved in this dialogue as opposed to people who aren't because misery loves company. And all of the ones involved in the dialogue of distress and in the dialogue of desire and in the dialogue of pain are going to want you to join their discussion group so that they can discuss with you all of these problems. Somehow, you need to decide where you want to be. The Quran tells us in Surah Al-Asr, all those who do other than talk of God's grace and meet with others to discuss that are in a state of being lost. It's all set out very clearly. Either you take this path and you do it this way, or you're going to be in distress. You're going to be in difficulty. You're going to be in a place of disfavor. So, we have the tools to change the words that fly through our being. We have the tools to change the questions that we ask. We have the tools to change the attitudes that we have. And the reason I said the dialogue is just part of it, is dialogue 
has to become action. Dialogue has to transform itself into being so that it isn't just words. It's an entire vibration of being that acts in conjunction with those words. That's why the remembrance, the zikr, the prayer is yarahim, 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 where we lose the sense of words and become the sense of vibration. And that sense of vibration is compassion. And that becomes our action and our act and our intention. And when we can do that, then the alchemy begins to happen. And that vibration goes through our entire being and changes the nature of each of our cells. And then, as we do that, all of the angels and all of the prophets join to assist in this transformation. Why did Allah send prophets for you? Why did Allah send his words for you? Who is his greatest creation? You are. Whose responsibility did he put your growth in? Your own hands, in your own being. Who has to take the responsibility for this? You do. So begin. Begin somehow to create this inner dialogue with Allah through prayer, through zikr, through imploring, through begging, through a constant understanding that all comes from Him. You know, there are lots of books that explain lots of things. And in the beginning, we need lots of words, and we need lots of explanations, and we need lots of different ways to understand things. But as we get older, it narrows down and narrows down and narrows down until finally la ilaha illallahu. And in those simple couple of words, nothing exists but you, O God. I do not exist. The transformation begins to truly occur. So let us get involved in the great work of the great alchemists to change from insan to insan kamal. Let's begin our dialogue with reality, hak. Let's leave our dialogue with this world. Let's go on the path we were meant to go on. Let's go in the way we were put here to go. May it come to pass that this is easy for us. May it come to pass that we understand 
the nature of what we're supposed to do, and may it be our intention to do it. Amin, amin. Ya Rabbil Alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.